since you have been faithful in small matters, come share your master's joy. The gospel that we hear today is an invitation for us to a deeper reflection on what we are asked to do by God. We receive special talents, abilities, receive special gifts from God, and God is entrusting them to us. The interesting thing about this gospel today is that it is a parable, it's a teaching, it's a story, but it does have a, have a sort of summary and contains a summary on what God has given to us today. Jesus came, he was with us, he taught us things about the kingdom, he manifested to us the Father's love, he gave us a whole summary of who we are, what we shall be, what our future shall be, he gave us everything. And then the Lord descends to heaven and leaves us here on this earth. Although he's with us through the Holy Spirit, he's with us through the Eucharist, but he's not with us in a person way, the way we would like to see a person, a leader. So in this, in this sense, this parable is about this time when the Lord descended into heaven and when before he returns back. So that's the parable. The parable is all about that. So he's entrusting these extraordinary gifts to us, to the church, to all of us, because we are members of the church. We have received all these great gifts, the talents, the abilities that God has placed into us. And it's not just what he gave us through creation, because all of us have unique abilities by the fact of creation. But then he bestowed upon us extraordinary graces of divine love, of divine grace, mercy, all the things which he wishes us to have. And so this is the, the parable is all about that God, a man going on a journey called his servants entrusted his possessions to them. We're the recipients of God, the possessions of God. And what, is, what are the possessions of God? His divinity, his happiness, everything that we can ever imagine. So the Lord is giving it to us and trusting to us. So what he's asking us, very simple. Okay, he's entrusting to us. And, and, and to one he gave five talents, to another two, a third one, so on, according to their ability, according to their power of carrying things out. Which means that, you know, the, the, you know, the Lord knows who we are. He knows us. He knows our abilities. He knows our, you know, uh, the way we were formed and what we did. So the Lord has placed great trust in us. He actually trusts in us more than we trust in ourselves. And this is something which is very hard for us to grasp, that I should trust in the trust that God has placed in us. And we don't trust that he has actually, that he trusts us because he has given us these extraordinary things. And so what happens is immediately one goes off, the one who gives five talents, he goes and trades with them. He doesn't go to the bank, he trades with them. You know, you know what the people in the market, stock market do. They keep on trading and creating resources, you know? And so the five, you know, in a sense, he goes like a, to a stock market place, wherever. 
but the fact is not that is not but the, but what what does this person do is because he understands that God has confidence in him, that this master has confidence in him, that he's able to do it. You know, sometimes we question and doubt ourselves. We question and doubt, am I capable of doing these things? By nature, no, because by nature we're sinful, by nature we're weak, distrust, by nature we do this. But what has, what has happened is God has entrusted to us by his son, through his son, he gave us these, these capacities. Remember Peter walking on water. As long as he was looking at the Lord, as long as he was trusting in him, he was able to do this type of thing. The minute he began to question, he began to sink. And so, so what we have here is these, these, these people, these servants who were, they, they had the confidence that this master had confidence in them. He didn't put any conditions. He just entrusted his talents to them. He allowed them to exercise their initiative but not only the initiative they had by nature, but also the initiative they have by grace. It's not possible for us to do things, but nothing is impossible with God. And, and we say, well, I'm only a human being. I'm only limited. It's not possible for me to change. It's not possible for me to, to get rid of the, the junk that I'm carrying or the, the, the trappings or the addictions I have. It's not possible for me. No, it's not. It's possible with God. It's not, not possible by ourselves, but it is possible with God. And so these, this parable today speaks to us that God is entrusting something extraordinary to us. And, and he believes and trusts in us that as long as we stay close to him, as long as like the vine that branches is within a vine, then the, the power of God resides in us and power of God is given to us. So we don't have to be afraid because he will do it through us. He'll give us the strength, he'll give us the courage, he'll give us the hope, whatever is necessary, so that we will not be, that we will be able to do so. And so this is what we have. God has entrusted things to us. He has entrusted his kingdom to us. He has entrusted his kingdom and that we are to proclaim it, to live it, to experience it, to allow it to form us, transform us. It is the leaven that we are, and we are to be that leaven to transform the world in which we live. Because people do not trust, people do not rely on God. They don't even want him. They don't want him to be there at all. And he is the very foundation, the transforming power through love that we can become you know, children of God. And so he, he, he places this very power within us. And so what we have here is that upon his return, Okay, well, there's a third one, and he's kind of, he's afraid. Why is he afraid? He, did, he sort of like lacks the trust that the master had trust in him because he gave him that talent according to his abilities. So what does he do? There's a fear that's there, fear. I can't do this, whatever it is, whatever is constricting him. And he's creating even a type of a, of a justification. Well, you're too, you're too rough, you're too harsh, you don't, you're too demanding. And so he creates all this justification why he can't do this thing. And he actually is digging himself in, into a worse position. He locked himself, he locked himself in his little fortress. I've got to feel secure. I can't do this. You know, sometimes, you know, on the psychological level, we can do the same thing to ourselves because we don't really trust, because we don't call out to God. 
You know, sometimes we see people that I can't do it. Look, I'm trapped. I can't find myself. I can't, I don't have the faith. I don't have the sufficient faith to get out of this trap. No, you don't need a sufficient faith. You just need to cry out to God. God, you got to help me. It's a direct relationship. You don't have to go through the mind of whether you have faith or you don't have faith or not enough faith. doesn't matter. You cry out to him. And this is why we can cry out, get me out of this trap. Get me out of this fear of, uh, that I'm going to not succeed. You're harsh. You come up with all these justifications like this one said. Yeah, I, well, how did he know that this, this, this master was so demanding? He didn't say anything. He says, here it is. I give you a talent for free. Give the talent. Make this beautiful talent work. I gave you abilities. You can clean up your house. You can do all kinds of things. You know, we don't have to say I can't do it because I'm, you know, filled with, with a sort of, you know, lack of energy, whatever it may be. No, God has trust in us. And so now when they, when the, when the master comes back, it's like when the Lord comes back at the end for the, before the final judgment, and you ask us, what did you do with the love that I gave you? What did I, what did you do with, with that trust that I gave you? What did you do with the mercy that I gave you? Did you make it, did you forgive somebody else? and trust that this forgiveness to you, but did you use it and forgive others? Did you use the riches that I gave you, the riches of your heart, of your mind, of your abilities? Did it bring greater good to people? Or did you lock yourself in and secure, you know, that this is just, you know, I'm afraid to do anything with it. When Jesus comes and the master comes and we can say that this is the Lord, he says, so what did you do? Okay, I, I brought, I multiplied it by 100%. I multiplied it. Well done, my good and faithful servant. Since you were faithful in small matters, I'll give you great responsibilities. Come share your master's joy. Or as some other translation would say, come into the master's joy. Come into the master's kingdom. Come into the master's happiness. So when we participate, when allow the fruitfulness of the gifts that God gave us, then we prepare ourselves to share in the kingdom and the joys of God himself. I mean, what, what incredible invitation that we have here. Come share your master joyous or as the other translations say, come into the master's joy coming to the kingdom of God. Since you are faithful in small matters, come and I will give you great responsibilities. What are the responsibilities that God wants us to do? He wants us to be part of his, I, I, it's hard to even imagine because, because we don't know what that means. But, but he, the Lord promised to the disciples, you will be sitting with me and judging the whole earth. What are those things come into my, 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 into my master's joy, but also I'll share with you great responsibilities. We do not know, but the fact is that something extraordinary to be almost, to be God-like, to share in God's sort of 
administrative abilities. I hate to even use the words because I can't, I'm afraid to even enter into this concept because the concepts are just way too, too poor. But, but the fact is we can hear the scriptural words say, I will share with you great responsibilities with me. You'll be with me on the throne of glory. There's more here. The one who did not do anything, he did not want to, you know, out of fear, which it's true, whatever that fear may be. But the fact is this, that he did something. He went and he dug a hole. So that means he was active, but to protect himself, to protect himself. He didn't want to lose anything, but, but he did not wish to, to give. What happens to us? We receive baptism. Do we dig a hole and say, baptism, okay, baptism took place, but do we allow something more? Do we allow ourselves to really live our Christian life? You know, the, we were incorporated into the body of Christ. That's what Baptist gave us. We became part of body of, of, of Christ. We became the temples of the Holy Spirit, temple of the Trinity. The indwelling of the Holy Spirit, this is what we have received as a gift. What do we do? What have you done? What can we do even today? And so that we don't block ourselves from participating in the kingdom of God. And this is what this this gospel is all about when the Lord comes back and he will be our judge. When we look at our whole life, he has entrusted so much. He has entrusted things to the church. That's why the great responsibility of, of, the, of, of all the leadership in the church too. What do we do with the gifts that God gave us, the treasures God gave us? What do we do as leaders, as religious? What do we do even as lay people too? What do we do is in lay leadership? Do we promote good, promote mercy? What do we do? Do we follow ideologies that destroy us? What do we do? We embrace things which are not of God. And so the Lord is really calling us today to, to really realize what he has given to us. And what he has given to us is nothing less than God God's divinity, divinity itself, the joys of God, the participation in the life of God. That is the greatest thing. And this is why St. Augustine today realized, you know, St. Augustine, we honor him. And, you know, and he says, and this is from the Office of Readings today. And he says, O eternal truth, true love and beloved eternity. He speaks of God as the truth true love and beloved eternity. You are my God. To you I sigh day and night. When I first came to know you, you drew me to yourself so that I might see that there were things for me to see, but that I myself was not yet ready to see them. So we, as he reflects on his own, you drew me to yourself. You start giving me the gifts and you gave me all these extraordinary things, and yet I was not able to see that you were the one who was giving me. I was still blinded by my own humanity limitations. Meanwhile, you overcame the weakness of my vision because he didn't come up with that vision himself. You helped me to overcome. That's why we cry out to him. You have to help me. You overcame the weakness of my vision, sending forth most strongly the beams of your light. And I trembled at once with love and dread 
Because when I realize you have come, sometimes worry and fear, I have to change my life. I have to do something because, because that gift that you gave me is I learned that I was in a region unlike yours and far distant from you. Um, I was not there yet. You already revealed yourself to me and, that, and I saw that my life is still in a different realm. I'm still thinking in human terms. I still have to take care of things. You know, he was living with a, with a lady and I'm married to her. He was still doing all kinds of things which were not exactly of God as he speaks in his own confessions in the book that he wrote. And I thought I heard your voice from on high. I am the food of grown men. Grow then and you will, you will feed on me. Nor will you change me into yourself like bodily food, but you will be changed into me. By partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we become Christ-like more and more because the Lord transforms our body into his. I sought a way to gain the strength which I needed to enjoy you. I sought a way to gain the strength which I needed to enjoy you because I don't even have strength to, to share the joys. I don't have that capacity, but I did not find it until I embraced the mediator between God and man until I embraced Christ, until I, I embraced him who is above all. And God is true, truly come, and God can be truly known by his son. So embracing the son, this is the only time that we are able to, to grasp that which God gives us and enable to partake, partake of the divinity. He was calling me and saying, I am the way and the truth and the life. He was offering the food which I lacked the strength to take, the food he had mingled with our flesh. For the word became flesh. That is your, your wisdom by which you created all things, by provide milk for us children. And, and the powerful words which I love when I read that, that quote from the Confessions, and he realizes God gave him everything. And he says, late have I loved you. A beauty ever ancient, ever new. Late have I loved you. You were within me, but I was outside. And it was there that I searched for you. In my unloveliness, I plunged into the lovely things which you created. You were with me, but I was not with you. Created things kept me from you. Yet if they had not been in you, they would not have been at all. You called, you shouted, and you broke through my deafness. You flashed, you shone, and you dispelled my blindness. You breathed your fragrance on me. I drew in breath, and now I pant for you. I have tasted you. Now I hunger and thirst for more. You touched me and I burned for your peace. O oh, truth, you are the light of my heart, that your light speak to me, not my own darkness. I went astray, but I remembered you, and now I return longing and thirsting for your fountain. I myself cannot give life, of myself I have lived wrongly. In you I have found life again. St. Augustine can be for us a powerful and inspiring 
witness to what we are, what we can be, what we have been, and what in the future can be great saints. But it is embracing Christ, embracing his gifts, embracing the kingdom, allowing the gifts that God gave us to grow within us so we don't ever have to say, I wasted my life. Because today we can say, Lord, yes, I have followed you. I am here. I, I want to partake of the body and blood of your son. I want to hear your voice. But also today I can say I'm still incomplete. There's still things dragging me, things which are still dis discouraging me about myself, about the situation in which we live, I live. But I can always say today, Lord, you are the one. You're the one who has the power to transform me. You have the power to change me. You have the power to take me away from the places where I have trapped myself because you, your power is your love. And, and this love is healing, transforming by knowing that you love me, by asking myself, how can I respond to you more? How can I love you? You give me the grace and I know that I will complete this journey and share the joys of the kingdom. And now with your help, Lord, I want to bring every member of my family or my loved ones to the same reality. Help me to do so because you have the power, you have the grace, you have entrusted these talents of faith in me, trust in me. May I utilize them and may I always trust in a trust that you have placed in me, the trust that you have in me because you know me and I know that I will accomplish your will and share the joys of your kingdom because you give me and you always give me this help and the strength to do so. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.